0: a b c a always b b c closing always be closing hey what's up everybody another episode of scared money don't make money uh today we have a special guest the ceo of loomly which is the software that many of you guys know i use to help push out all my stuff to my social media Uh, but before we get started as always, if you like the things we're pushing out, you like the content, the the audio, the video, everything, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Snapchat, TikTok, <laughs> Clubhouse, all, everything and anything, we're on it. So um, without further ado, please introduce yourself, sir. Tell the people who you are, and then we'll kind of get into you know, what your company does and how you got started.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Cameron. It's a pleasure to be on your show. And I think that uh, what you do is really cool. Um uh, yeah, I'm Thibaut. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Loomly. Um you know, uh we are a brand success platform, meaning that we help marketing teams streamline collaboration and marketing professionals, you know, create, produce, uh, and distribute content in the most efficient possible way to build a brand online. Um this is a company I don't know I don't know if you want a full story but uh
0: yeah yeah. tell them man because I tell everyone about it um you know and as you know I mean you're a growing company obviously so it's great for people to hear kind of yeah the the full story
1: okay cool so you know usually the first thing I, I I explain is that uh This is a a company I've been building uh, with my wife, Noemi. Uh, We've been working together for nine years, and it's actually the fourth company, the fourth business that we are uh, developing together. And prior to building Loomly, we actually had... A marketing advertising agency uh, operating both in France, uh, and here in the US. Uh, in France, we were mainly working with larger brands like L'Oreal, you who know, were managing five brands for them online. Uh, and here in the US, we were more working with um, very fast-growing startups looking to get even more traction, even more growth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And one thing that was common to, you know, one process that was common to all clients across the board. Uh, is that we had to prepare for them what we call editorial calendars. And editorial calendars, it's actually just a very fancy word to refer to some spreadsheets where you will (laughs) list, you know, like your Facebook (laughs) post and Instagram post and LinkedIn post, like everything you, you basically listed a few minutes ago. That's, you know, you will just kind of list it in a spreadsheet. You will... Um, you you know you will decide on the date and the copy and the image or the video that you want to publish, and then you know if you work with someone else, uh, you know even like you know, it could be your partner, it could be your manager, it could be a client. Uh, whoever it is you know that you work with, you can submit that to them and they will uh, give you some some comments, some feedback, they will maybe check your typos and these kind of things. And so as you may imagine, Excel is terrific to build a PNL. <laughs> uh, not so great, you know, when it comes to working with uh, with content and, and images, and let alone collaborate. Um, so we tried to find existing solutions to streamline the process, which was repetitive and error-prone and time-consuming. And we could basically find only two families of products. We could, only, you know, either we could find generic project management software, which was great for collaboration not so great for publishing or we could find social media schedulers which were great for publishing but not so great for collaboration um so we said you know what the heck uh let's build the tool that we need uh i'm not an engineer i went to business schools to business <laughs> schools uh, and so you know but i learned everything on my own i built the prototype it was back in 2015 by the end of the year, it was, you know, we had something uh, up and running, very, very simple, uh, almost nothing in common, or I mean, very few things in common with what it is today. Uh, no API connection, no publishing, nothing. It was just a very, very simple application where you could upload images and text. It would kind of you know, generate a mock-up for you of what your post will look like on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And you could send that link to someone for review and approval, and that's it. No publishing, nothing um and we started using it with our clients you know we told them uh we didn't tell them actually it was our own product because we wanted some honest feedback yeah. and not just in like a yeah uh,
0: yeah oh, back. Good, job. good job guys yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah good job guys uh and so basically we um you know they loved it we even have one client that you know famously told us that he would fire us as an agency if he had to uh, you know, go back to using Excel yeah. after trying the platform. <laughs> so we kind of figured out, yeah, may, maybe we're on something. And we yeah. opened it up in public beta. And you know, we reached out to uh, social media marketing professionals in a couple of uh, Facebook and LinkedIn groups that we were a part of. Yeah. Uh, and the response was terrific. They said, yes, I've been looking for that for 10 years. I've tried 10 different tools. None of them is doing what I need. Thank you. And we're like, okay, so maybe you know there is really something to it. <laughs> so we open, you know, uh, from there, just uh, kind of you know got out of hand, but in 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 the right sense, you know, we now have over eight thousand clients around the world, eight thousand marketing teams. We're growing at uh, you know over a hundred percent per year. Um, we just passed the five million dollar R R marks. So it's you know it's pretty crazy. It's an insane adventure. I'm really, you know, proud and, and grateful to be part of it of this adventure. It's, it's just amazing. Uh pretty crazy story. Uh, nice. I think you know any takeaway, you know, is that you know if you have you know if you have <laughs> a, a problem, just uh, try to fix it and, and yeah. you know chances are other people will have the same problem.
0: Exactly. No I and, and... And I think what I like most too is that you guys, as big as you're growing, you're still so mom and pop where like, you know, like I emailed you guys and I got a response in 15 minutes and it was like, oh yeah, Hey, like let's, you know, and I, and I tell people about that. And that's one of the things I I push too is like, not only do I love their product, they have shown me that they do care. You know, they care about the customer. They care about the people that they service, you know? And and that's a huge thing these days. So you know, bravo to you guys when it comes to that. Um, I mean, you know, I, I joke. I'm like, yeah, you know, the the chief marketing officer's emails always say, just reply to me. And I'm like, all right, let's see if that's true. <laughs> and it was. And that's and that's amazing. You know, to me, that's amazing. Um, but you're 100 percent right about you know, if you if you find a market in something that you may not. You, do, you know like you said there's one solution on one hand one solution on the other but where's the solution in the middle right yeah. um so what
1: no, thank you thank you very much for for your kind words it's it's appreciated and it's true you know we we do try to uh you know uh to eat our own dog food and to basically do what we preach which is you know mm-hmm. it's all about building trust it's very important trust transparency and um you know Every single customer has my email address, uh, like you say, mine or Noemi's, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can hit respond. It, it it actually like as far as my email is concerned, it actually lands in my own inbox and yeah. I actually read, you know, open, read, and respond to every yes. single email. And it's just you know at the end of the day, it's not. I mean. It's it's more impressive than it it sounds more impressive than it really is. But at the end of the day, it's super important for us to be able to understand what's going on because if there is a problem, I don't want to be the last to learn about it. I want to be the first to learn about it. So it's pretty. I think it's really
0: really important. Very important. So so let's start like at the beginning of your career a little bit, right? So so obviously we talked about the wonderful product. So like, how did you? So how did you start out? So like you said, you went to school for business. Like what you know, what was the motivation there and did you go to, you went to school overseas or did you go to school here?
1: Yeah. Well, okay. We can't, we can go way back. Uh, yeah. I, I want to so hear funny. the nitty. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no problem. What's, what's actually funny is that essentially every single project I've done in my life and in my career, the, the, it somehow is related to what I was doing before. So it's, it's amazing to me when I, when I, you know, I look what and I, and I connect the dots, as we say, it's, it's pretty uh, fascinating. So I was born and raised in France. Um, I went to business school in Grenoble, which is in the French Alps. Uh, When I was in Grenoble, um, I basically had the opportunity to go to Canada for my last year, you know, right before graduation, and to basically study in Ottawa, where I got an MBA. So that allowed me to have, like, you know, both degrees at the same time, which was pretty cool. And while I was there, it just pure luck, it <laughs> turns out that someone who had been graduating from the exact same MBA program yeah. was Harley Finkelstein, who is basically the the president of Shopify. Um oh except my God. that yeah. <laughs> but when I when we met, they were like thirty nine employees, I just remember, you know. Yeah. So, you know, but it was it was very clear that they they were like super smart, super talented, and they, they would go big. Um yeah so you know i met him fascinating fascinated by you know what he's explaining and also you know at that time i that was kind of a turning point in my career because i had always wanted to be an entrepreneur and start my own business but so far all my internships because in europe you do a lot of internships so mm-hmm. i had done an internship only i had done three internships only with very large corporations like s&p 500 if you want yeah. um and so then I meet this guy and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. And so, <laughs> but, you know, I'm fascinated, you know, all of a sudden I'm, I'm truly fascinated by, by tech because it's something I had not really been in touch with. Um, and at the same time, I realized also I have no freaking idea of <laughs> what I'm talking about. I have like zero idea of what tech is, you know, like, you know, maybe yeah. I had read TechCrunch once, but that was, that was it. And so... So here comes Harley, you know, talking about e-commerce, fascinating topic. And so I decide, you know, Noemi was with me. We, we met in Paris and then we moved to Canada together for oh. the whole year. Um, right. Then we decide, okay, you know, let's do something pretty crazy. And so we decided to travel around the world for one year. Mm-hmm. And for that, that entire year, it was not really like backpacking or anything. It was more like, let's do some kind of, you know, large scale study of what e-commerce looks like in all those different countries because in my life like i said you know i was born and raised in france but every time i had an opportunity to go abroad for instance i went for an internship in dubai i went to canada mm-hmm. for my mba it was just a mind-blowing experience to me and i was like okay i i want to understand that i want to reproduce that because it's you know it just makes you grow like maybe you know five years in like three months so it's yeah. super important and so i'm like okay let's go around the world let's kind of you know turbocharge this experience and try to figure out what e-commerce looks like around the world because there must be some interesting innovation all over the place so we went to 12 different uh cities we went to china and 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 south korea and hong kong thailand australia the us of course and then south america it was fascinating um and during that that trip, you know, which was kind of inspired already by the MBA and meeting with Harley, then we go around the world, and then we are like a couple of you know months down the road, we're like, okay, maybe the best way to learn about e-commerce is actually to start an e-commerce business. <laughs> um, we had, I want to say, we had less than zero dollars because we were basically backpacking <laughs> and traveling. So even saying we had zero dollars would be, you know, almost an overstatement. And so yeah, uh, we started this e-commerce uh, subscription business, uh, which was, you know, a candy subscription business. So we would buy candy in every country that we would be visiting and we would ship them across the world. Oh. And so I like to joke and say that we basically bootstrapped it with minus $200 on my account because yeah. basically, you know, we were... Uh, pre-selling the candy and with uh-huh. the money of the pre sales we would buy them and ship them so zero dollar <laughs> in 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 uh you know uh working capital so you it, it's it's i don't know if it's scared money but it's 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 scared no money <laughs>
0: <laughs> no pockets if you ever start a production company you just call it no pocket productions because i didn't have exactly. an, i didn't have pockets
1: <laughs> i don't even have a pocket yeah and so so we start this all of a sudden, you know, in France, it starts to go viral. It, it, it goes on TV. It goes in the newspapers. And it's like, okay, very cool. Long story short, 18 months after starting this business, we sell it. Uh, not the exit of the year. A very small exit. But, you know, pretty cool. Because, again, when you start with minus $200, it <laughs> you know, doesn't matter how much you sell it. You do a pretty nice multiple. Anyway, yep. um, we sell it. And then like I said, everything is related. So all of a sudden we have, you know, people around us who had seen the success of the e-commerce business and come to us, you know, knock on the door and say, Hey, can you help me do the same thing? And we're like, Oh, well. okay, why not? And, and what's funny is Noemi has always been, you know, you know, uh, very great with social media and, uh, analytics, I was focusing on e-commerce and content and SEO. So, you know, it was working pretty well together. So we started an agency. Uh, yeah. That's how we started the agency. Then, you know, I basically told you the the rest of the story where, you yeah. know, from the agency, we had this problem. We built Lumini and here we are. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Boom. Pretty, pretty crazy. Full, full circle. Full circle. Yeah, exactly. That's That's cool though, man. I mean, and that's, I mean that's that's exactly what the show's about is is showing, you know, the start to finish and just how, you know, less than a dollar in a dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, that's very true.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it's it's funny because okay, so I think you're getting to like this anecdote. Um, so are, are you familiar with uh, with with an author whose name is I don't know if I say it right, so apologize in advance. Do you know Seth
0: Godin? I think I think I think I've heard of it but I I never read I've never read no.
1: Bold guy great you know marketing mm-hmm. expert New York Times bestseller like 17 times or something like that superstar. Wow. So during the trip around the world I'm in New York um, and then you know I just you know I um I basically tried to interview him because I was writing uh you know articles for French newspaper. Uh, yeah. News, yeah, that maybe you know was the equivalent of uh, i would say entrepreneur.com or something like that but
0: gotcha. in france
1: so yeah. i reached out to him he says oh you're french so reach out to my editor <laughs> publisher I'm like okay why not so he has a, a like a publisher in france i reached out to her Then long story short, she helps me set up the interview with him. So I go, you know, I took a train and everything. I go, I meet him in person. We do the article. Fascinating, amazing guy. Very, very funny. Very, Mm. very nice. Very interesting, of course. Um, And then I keep in touch with the publisher. And, you know, I was explaining that what I was doing. I was explaining the round the world trip. And she says, well, you have to write a book about what you're doing. I'm like, well, I've never done that. Um, She said, yeah, it doesn't matter. I will help you. So then, you know... But oh, wow. I was writing a lot, right? I was writing a blog. Yeah. I was writing for the newspaper. So it's not, a, but, you know, I have never written a book. So she says, okay. So, and all of a sudden, you know, we end up with a book deal, which was pretty cool. Uh, this publisher is also the French publisher of Guy Kawasaki um, and people like, you know, um, other guy, the guys who did the the, the um, all, all those great books about startups in the Silicon Valley. So it's, it's amazing oh, wow. all of a sudden. Yeah. So all this to say, that that was a very long lead to say that you know one thing that i learned during this whole thing is one when we started you know the around the world trip we wanted to learn about e-commerce we didn't know we would launch an e-commerce business but we would never have guessed that we would be having a book deal at some point and so you know that's what i find interesting because when you are like when you are evaluating a new project a new venture a new opportunity you can always, you know, see potentially, you know, your upside, which is what you are aiming for. So yeah. if things go according to plan, you can yeah. think about, you know, your risk, you know, what will happen if things don't go according to plan. <laughs> but there's actually this third thing that you can never see, ne- never even like imagine, which is, you know, these new opportunities that it's going to create for you. Uh, you could say it's kind of like increasing your luxury area. And that to me, that alone is, is enough of a reason to just start anything you want to start, just go for it. Start because maybe you will not hit your goals. Maybe you'll take a few risks, but you never know what's going to come out of it. And that to me is fascinating up to this day.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, my my wife makes fun of me because I always bring up uh like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. He always yeah. says the best thing that ever happened to him was not getting into the NFL, right? Of course. Um, and uh and that's kind of how we started this journey you know the podcast was formed out of the out of the um pandemic we were out yeah. we were we were bored i was like hey man we're stuck at home we love recruiting there's no recruiters you know like you know the, the need there's no other recruiters who are having these conversations there's no other recruiters who have a podcast um from a from a military recruiter standpoint you know oh, of course yeah so um but same just thing, like you said, is, you know, it started out as more of an educational mission. It's like, hey, let's just interview people, figure out this. And, you know, now I just signed on to, you know, Courageous Leadership Alliance, which is a leadership and business strategy company, because cool. they saw everything I do with social media. And I, you know, they're they're led by a prior military person. But that would have never happened had he never come on the podcast and I kept in yep. touch with him. So <laughs>
1: I think you know what you just said is like it's super it's it's critical. i don't I mean, no matter what you want to do, you know I, I think there are always two images and and yeah. and or two analogies, like one is you know a train that is already moving forward, the other mm-hmm. one is the falling knife. so it turns out you know it's it's unfair it's it's that's how it is, but at the same time, you know you want to be aware of how things work. no one wants to wants to catch a falling knife. So if you look oh, yeah. like a falling knife, you know it's going to be hard. But if you look like a moving train, everyone wants to jump on the moving train. So yep. your job is actually to start the train and you know get it out the out of the station. That's the hardest part, but mm-hmm. that's what you gotta do. Oh, I love it. I'm using that, and that's what <laughs> you did with your podcast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and 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 I've always been fortunate enough to where I I, I have that motivation. Um. So. Let's pivot. So where so where is Loomly headed to right now? You know, I know you got I saw you guys just came out with the the new Instagram feature to where it posts yeah. the comment the first comment for you now. Yeah, um absolutely. that was something yeah. I didn't even think about, honestly. I saw it and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even think about this."
1: <laughs> well, you know what? In fairness, we don't invent anything at Loomly.
0: Everything we do
1: is because we yeah. have amazing customers who talk yeah. to us and say, "Hey, it would be super nice if you could do that. So can you build this feature? Can you fix that bug? Can you improve the UI here? And we're like, yep, taking notes. And then, you know, just going back to the drawing board and, and just working on whatever they explain. So, you know, we want to take very little credit because we don't we don't invent anything. We yeah. just try yeah. to... Follow what our customers say, who you know are brilliant. Like you're part of them. Uh, <laughs> and, no, but I mean that's true. I mean you know, and and it has been something extremely important. I'm kind of you know, it's a degradation, no, no, but no, you know, no. it's super important because yes. at the end of the day, I believe you know the most important thing is to build something people want, and probably the easiest yes. way to build something people want is to actually <laughs> listen to what they yes. want.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we, we speak with over 250 customers every single day. Like I said, everyone has my email address. So that is very important. So, yeah, that's where most of the inspiration comes from. And um, so that's for, you know, maybe the day to day. But um, actually pretty um, incredibly as well, that's also where the vision can come from. Uh, you know, yeah. it's all, you know, if you if you read the newspapers and the headlines, it's all about, you know, oh, yeah, this guy's visionary. He's inventing the future. <laughs> like, like you know, he woke up one morning and he's like, yeah, I need to take you guys to Mars or, or, or whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, and that, you know, in some regards, it's very true if you are in a tech push market mm. where the tech is creating the market and you are so disruptive that you are almost like creating a need. That's true. Yeah. You have to be that kind of visionary i don't yeah. I don't want to even pretend I'm that kind of guy i'm I'm a much more simple guy and but what we do, we are on what we call a you know a market pool yeah. you know kind of of dimension where there is a need in the market and we try to fulfill it and and we don't really uh see ourselves as like a disruptive technology. We are more like an incremental innovation platform where we try to get better every single day and so what's fascinating to me is that when you are in this kind of approach then and you speak with 250 customers every single day (laughs) who give you like you know like small pieces of feedback and data points that you know when taken individually maybe they don't give you like the full picture but then once you start aggregating then -hmm. you see the full picture you see oh everyone is trying to get there everyone is struggling with that. And so it's like, you know, an impressionist painting. If you look at just the small touches of paint, maybe you don't really, it's pretty abstract, but if you stand back and you look at the full picture, then it's super clear and it's beautiful. That's where the vision comes from uh, for us as well. And what we see is that, you know, the most important thing is building your brand online and building your brand online, you know, when you walk backward, it's all about telling your story in a compelling way that resonates with your audience and when you again walk backward you understand it's all about creating original and great content that is going to resonate with your audience um yes. and so when you know that you also again you you walk backward once more and you're like okay <laughs> what is hard when you create content and you're like well what is hard is going from a blank page to 20 posts on my accounts yes. and so that's what we you know that's what we're trying to do we're trying to help with exactly that uh we are currently doing it with Social media post. We are doing it with social media ads, and you know, kind of our, our dream vision is to keep expanding the types of content that we can help you with. Uh, yeah. You know, blog articles, e-commerce products, newsletters. Because again, the it's the same logic. You know, you yeah. create the content, you review it as a team, you you make sure it's on brand, there is no typo. Uh, then you distribute it. You respond to any kind of feedback you get from your customers. You measure and you start again. And so yeah.
0: that's the philosophy of only. Gotcha. So do you guys have to work a lot? Do you guys have to work with the individual platforms? Because, like, I know you and I, when we talked before, as I asked you, like, about the whole, like, LinkedIn, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's weird. I, like, I can't post videos to LinkedIn via, you know, be, but it's because of LinkedIn side. It's not because of the software. It's because of LinkedIn. But I know there's a lot of problems at LinkedIn right now that they're trying to fix where, like, They got problems with their own platform that they're like oh like this doesn't work so is there a conversation that happens there
1: yeah so i'll start by saying you know linkedin they are great uh they you know i mean they are growing like crazy Mm -hmm. uh they are one of my favorite platforms and you know they do a terrific job so just you know absorbing that kind of growth is is just it's just hard on its own so you know i think they are doing it very well uh, and then, to kind of um, move back to your question, you know then so we are we partner with them. Uh, we integrate with their API, and so they do a great job at you know, like you know building the API and maintaining the API and and also you know improving the API. Uh, and so it's just that sometimes they go faster to build new features on their website or their web, or, or their applications, which which makes sense, like publishing a video to a profile. It's something that is uh, currently available on their native apps, but not on the API. But for instance, you know, you can publish videos through the API for company pages. So yeah. it's just you know sometimes there is a little bit of delay, and because we integrate with the API, not with the web applications, well, we have to work uh, within those um, limits. Um, yeah. But yeah, to answer your question, we we work very closely with every single platform. Uh, we try to work by the book because, you know, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like everything you can no, do the right way or the shady way.
0: <laughs> yeah. We try to do
1: it the right way all the time, even if sometimes it's harder. But that's, you know, if you if you want to build something for the wrong hole, that's, that's how we want to do it. Um, and yeah, but it's, it's, uh, it's exciting. We
0: don't get bored. No, yeah. And I think that's something... You know, and I like, I love LinkedIn. Don't get me wrong. It's, I mean, this, it in the last, I see that. Night, I see you a lot on my LinkedIn. Mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, uh, you must be doing it right. I'm trying, you know, um, I try and learn from everybody that I can. And I think that's, uh, you know, if I'm fortunate enough to, um, as confident as I am, I also still try and stay as humble as possible to understand that I don't know everything and it's okay to, and it's also okay to ask for help right and yeah, so of course um you're right i spent a i mean i and i preach it to all a lot of my military folks now too is like you guys got to get on linkedin facebook instagram that's cool and all to like share pictures of your puppies but like if you guys want to yeah. like go be you know business owners and things like that unless you plan on being in some type of social media space that's probably mm-hmm. where you need to go um, yeah all right
1: so I, I think uh like I said last time when we spoke, I, I I believe you know it's terrific what you're doing. I think it's it's great. Um, I can I can only imagine and and maybe not even imagine what it is to transition from the military to, uh you know a a civil life. And so uh, I think that you know you helping you know beyond just recruitment and helping with you know this transition and and you know what are the codes now like how you know people behave online and even like more specifically like what is it what are the codes how are they different between linkedin and instagram for instance i think yeah. this is terrific i think there are you know tons of opportunities um, um you know especially with, with with veterans who have very specific skill sets which is pretty <laughs> exciting uh yeah. and so i think you know what do you do is, is really great in our regard.
0: no i appreciate it and so I mean, so what have you learned? So like you said, you said your wife has been the biggest one when it comes to social media. So what have, what have you learned? Like, you know, like what are, I would say, if you have any kind of golden nuggets for anybody, what are some things that, especially through your platform, right? Because obviously yeah. it's all analytics as well.
1: Yeah, um, I would say, you know, number one thing, and if I have, if I have to pick only one, that would be this one, um, you know, consistency beats creativity every time. That, yeah. That's that's the number one. I mean, if you, if you wanted to just remember just one thing from this episode, that would be <laughs> it. Um, it's that, you know, we are seeing, like I said, eight, over 8,000 marketing teams, you know, create content, publish, and so on and so forth. And, you know, you can go viral one day. That's fine. But you will be viral for 24 hours, maybe, you know, 48, 72, if you're lucky. And then what? So you will, you know, basically... The shelf life of content is so short that basically, even if you go viral one day, then it's, you know, then the next day there will be another person going viral or another business or another brand or another product. So instead, what you want to do is you want to optimize your strategy not to go viral, but to consistently build your mm-hmm. brand, build your audience, build trust, so that, you know, you, you basically, you know, have this connection with your community and they trust you, they trust whatever products or services you are offering. And that's how you do it on the long run. And that's how you create values through social media. And so for that, you don't need to like, you know, like be like a terrific like designer or videographer <laughs> or photographer or even writer. What you what you need to do is you need to show up. You need yeah. to commit to whatever publishing cadence you can sustain and you gotta stick to it. That's basically yeah. it. So if you think you can publish, you know, ten posts per month, that's fine. You don't need to to be tweeting three times a day. But if you commit to those ten times per month, then you have to sustain it, and that over time is going to compound. Um, if you do like you know fifty posts you're on your first month because you are all excited, then you burn <laughs> out. You don't have any more ideas. You don't have you don't know what to do, and you don't want to do it anymore. Then you've lost even before you start. So that's why, you know, I know with content creation, that's, you know, one of the things I I mentioned earlier, it can be intimidating. It can be like, hey, I need to come up with those ideas, create those posts, I don't know where to start. Um, You know, what matters is that you have a process, you work in batch, you find your ideas, you position them, you know, across the period of time that you're planning for. Um, And then, you know, once you have your ideas, you you go to the next space, which is creating your content. You review it, you see, you know, you take a step, you step back, you review how it looks as a story across yeah. the time frame, and whether it's consistent or not. Uh, and then you schedule everything. You don't have to be publishing, you know, the same day that you're creating the piece of content. Um, and planning is actually really a key. Uh, you will probably have a harder time being consistent if you try to create your post for Monday at 10, you know 10, ten a.m. If you try to create it Monday at nine a.m., yeah, uh, it's probably much better if you you know you're like yeah okay I'm sitting down. It's uh, you know the 25th of the month, and I'm looking at the next month, and here is what I'm going to you know here is a story I'm going to tell. Um, Loomly helps you in in many regards with that. I don't want to do a, like a shameless plug, but that's one of the problems oh, no. that we are trying to solve. Yeah. Um,
0: I was gonna plug so, you after this is. That's one of the yeah. great things. That's one of the great things I like is, and I think I told you that is, you know, whenever you log in every day, it will give you what a suggested five or six posts. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, exactly. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know today was National Dog Day. Like, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And and you know, even when we do that, like you don't have to just say, "Hey, Happy National yeah. Dog Day." It, what is in- interesting is how you can. Anchor your communication yep. around that date, around that event that is already happening. Uh, yep. Kind of the same idea. You know, it's, it's already a moving train. So just, you know, mm-hmm. jump on it. Um, so that's, you know, that's probably a good one. So that, that would be my, my number one. Then if you want some other ones, it's probably, you know, to, uh, if you can collaborate with other people. Because, you know, it's 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 these days, social media yes. is, is yes. rarely handled by just one percent. person and yeah. and it, you know even if it's just someone who reviews what you created it will help you with motivation it will yeah. help you with typos it will help you with consistency uh, yeah. and so that that's something that you know i would recommend and then the last thing again um is you know if you do all of that then the, the very last thing is uh think about it as a continuous improvement process where you create a content look at how many likes and shares and comments you get uh, read the actual comments and respond to the comments and messages and mentions. And then learn from that, like exactly what you said, you know, you learn from that uh, yeah. and you integrate that feedback into your next uh, content production cycle. And then this way you will get better every single time. With every single iteration, you will get better at creating content, but more importantly, you will get better at creating content that your audience, your audience like. And that is the most important part. Uh, So those would be my my three, uh, you know, kind of nuggets looking at so many uh, teams succeeding, uh, you know, these days. One, consistency beats creativity every time. Two, collaborate as much as you can with other people. And three, uh, measure, 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 and (laughs) continuously improve.
0: It makes it. It fills my heart that you just said all three of those things because I said oh, all three of those things to other people this entire week so far. <laughs> you I know, mean, we, we did that. We are we, not
1: colluding. It's we're, legit. It's we're just,
0: good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, because I'm I'm sure you've heard of the Shield app um, for LinkedIn. Have you heard of it? Um,
1: is it like a um, is it like a like a lamp or something like that? Or
0: it's like it? ana- it's analytics. So
1: oh okay.
0: So it's so it's it's ran by like one or two guys like um but it's it pulls your analytics off linkedin so cool. you know you log in same thing was loomly and it it tells you what the great thing is it tells you over time frames however you want so like i just did it the other day um they had a free trial and then you know um but it was amazing you know like i i looked over just this quarter you know because okay. i yeah. you know cuz as you know like i'm trying to teach people right and so I took a screenshot of it and I showed it to, you know, the people I've been trying to show. And I'm like, this is what I mean when I tell you guys that 90% of the game is just showing up. Like, you know, and, and it was because every single metric that I had for the last quarter on LinkedIn was up at a minimum 300%, you know, likes, comments, whatever. Um, That's pretty really cool. You know, Congrats. and and yeah, well, I mean, it, I just got to get better, man. I look at it like, now I got to get better. And so, um, but that's, but it drove the point home, you know, cause I think as I'm sure, you know, being in the social media space, so many people get wrapped up in, um, you know, the vanity metrics as they're called, yeah. Um, yeah. which you, you do have to pay attention to them in a sense, because you, like you said, we have, you have to make sure that people are enjoying your content. Right. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But like you said, measure if, so, if, you know, like I noticed that on someone else's post that she got a lot more comments And so I was like, Hey, you know, can you tell me what you did? Like, I would like to get more conversation going in the comments, but I feel like my questions aren't, the people don't want to answer my questions, you know? And so she read it for me and she's like, you asked a wonderful question. She's like, but it's kind of a complex question. And she's like, so people may not want to answer because they got to think about it too hard. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, okay," and that makes you know. And I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." And she's like, "Yeah, you can ask it a different way that kind of makes it simpler for people, which then drives engagement." Yeah, streamline it. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. You know, 100%. So, um, yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so those things are just crazy. Um, but anyways, kind of as we get to the end, I would normally ask um, at the. I usually have two questions at the end, and and you kind of already answered it because I usually say like, if you had you know advice for somebody, what would you do? So the the last question i would say would then be um when you hear scared money don't make money what does what comes to mind when you think about that
1: well it's kind of the same answer i would have given to the other question it's kind of the same thing you know it's at some point just you know just get going you know what's what's the worst thing that's gonna happen just you know yeah. get going get going and you'll see uh you know just don't don't no, well, maybe you know it's it's good not to be scared with your money. Maybe just don't don't maybe don't don't you know put in jeopardy parties some money that you cannot afford to lose. Uh, that's for sure. But then you know anything above that, if you are comfortable, like trying to invest in yourself, trying to do something, just you know, just do it. I mean, you know, I know it's already taken as a as as a catchphrase, just do it. But but you see what <laughs> I mean? Like you know, just just do it. You'll see. Maybe you you know nothing will will come out of it but at least you will have learned new things maybe you Mm -hmm. met new people created new opportunities so just just do it that's that probably the the best advice
0: there's lessons in failure as well of course people are too afraid of that (laughs) yeah of course Um, but, (laughs) but we appreciate you sir um if you would you know tell people where to find your product and and you know and then we'll we'll end it. This is your plug. This is this is your shameless plug time. Uh, this is a shameless plug. <laughs> this, okay, is a sh- okay, right. this is this yeah, is your yeah, shameless yeah. plug time.
1: <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's pretty easy then. You know, just go to loomly dot com and uh, you know you can start your fifteen day free trial. No credit card required. Uh, unlimited features. So you know there is like really no limitation. You can just explore the entire product invite as many people as you want um, to to work with you on your content and let us know. You know. What do you think? Uh, you can reach us, you know, in the chat uh, on our website at any time if you have any question. And you can always shoot me an email. You will, you will receive an email from me as soon as you sign up. So you can always respond. You can tell me. You, you saw me um, on Cameron's show. You can tell me Lumley is great. You can tell me Lumley is shitty. Let me know and we'll keep
0: improving. No problem. I don't think anybody's going to tell you it's shitty. <laughs> You're like you're like man. There's there's always one hater. There's always one.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, even sometimes when it hurts, you know, you learn even more important lessons. So you know, it's all right. Just let me know.
0: This is true. Hey, I appreciate you so much for coming on. As you already know, man, I love your product. I think it's amazing. So uh, that's another episode of Scare Money, Don't Make Money. We will see y'all later. Thank you. Ah,